This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. It's a good one. Um, But before we jump into that, I wanted to remind you all that if you're not already, make sure that you are following the podcast, whether that's in Spotify or an Apple Podcasts or Podbean. And I can't think of any others right now, but there are lots out there. So if you are listening on one of those platforms, make sure you follow me. Now, it also is super helpful if you guys could leave a rating and a review. What that does is it just helps push the podcast out so I can get into the ears of so many other women out there and dispel a lot of the myths and beliefs that they have around nutrition, around training, and get them nourishing their body and moving out of respect for their body and really healing their relationship with themselves, with food, and with exercise. And with that out of the way, let's get stuck into the episode. So, Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about the four-step method to be able to get really your goal physique. I know people use the word or the term dream body. I don't really like that term. It just sounds so lame, but I guess the body that you're wanting, right? So whether that is to look more toned or have more shape or to lose body fat or to grow your booty, whatever your goal is. This four-step method is actually going to work for every single one of you. And the issue is, is that majority of people don't do this four-step method. They like to choose some of the steps, but then they don't like to do all four. And that's the reason why people don't get results. And more importantly, why they don't keep those results. Now, before I start with step number one, I just want to touch on the fact that getting results takes time. And I know it can be really difficult when you feel like you're doing all the right things. You're working out, you're eating, you know, for your goals, whether that's in a calorie deficit or at maintenance or a slight surplus for muscle growth. And you're not really seeing the results that you're wanting to see. And the fact is, is that if you're doing all the right things, getting results does just take time. And we do need to trust in the process, right? And I don't want you to feel like because you're not seeing these phenomenal results in like six weeks and your whole body hasn't changed, that what you're doing isn't working. That is what diet culture will tell you or fad diets or six week challenges. And that is why 95% of diets fail is because those methods don't follow this four step process that I'm about to go through. Long-term sustainable results come when you do this correctly. And the only way it's done correctly is to do it at a pace where you're going to be able to really maintain the results that you're getting. Generally, the quicker the results, the quicker you, you know, gain that weight back or don't sustain those results. So just keep that in the back of your mind. If you're doing all the right things right now, just persist, keep doing it. And remember, this is not a sprint, but it is a long slog. And it can take years to get to the point where you're really happy with your body. And that's just being completely honest. If you have really high expectations for what you think your body should look like, and that requires you to build some muscle, that is going to take time. It just takes time, but it's super rewarding. And along the way, you will obviously see results, but don't expect yourself to get to your end goal 
super quickly or within six weeks, within eight weeks, even within 12 weeks, it takes longer than that. So with all that said, let's start with step number one. Now, the first step is around building up your metabolic capacity. There's a few elements to this. So what I mean by metabolic capacity is your ability to maintain your current weight right now on a good amount of calories. And by good amount of calories, I mean a substantial amount where if we put you into a deficit, your deficit is not going to be extremely low. So you'll be able to say lose weight, you know, eating a higher amount of calories. You know, for example, most people think about when they go on a diet, they go down to 1200 calories where that's not sustainable. Ideally, you know, we want you dieting on something more like 1800 calories. If you can start losing weight at 1800 calories, when you get to a point where you plateau, we've got a little bit more wiggle room, right? So we can drop you down to 1600, 1500 calories and, you know, eventually obviously get you out of that. But at least we've got additional calories to be able to play with. And it's going to be much easier for you to be able to stick to eating those low calories as opposed to, you know, dropping straight down to 1200 calories and then going, oh, okay, my weight has plateaued. Now I need to drop down to 800. So building up your metabolic capacity to be able to consume more calories to maintain your weight. Now, the other element of step one is nutritional education. So actually understanding how to eat for your goals. If you go into a diet or a fat loss phase with no education about nutrition, then just being in a calorie deficit and just eating less, that diet is not going to be successful and you are not going to maintain those results. So having good knowledge and understanding about what you should be eating is really pivotal in this period. So think about it as the foundation, right? We're building a house. This is the slab. So the slab is going to start off with us maintaining our weight at a, at a good amount of calories. Our metabolism is nice and healthy. We have a good knowledge of, of nutrition. And by knowledge of nutrition, you don't need to know everything, but you need to know the basics. You need to know what your body needs in regards to, uh, you know, micronutrients, macronutrients, and then all the other elements that affect fat loss, like sleep and your stress levels. Um, so ideally, you kind of want to be at least in this phase for like eight weeks, right? So you want to have established already a good amount of calories to maintain your weight on. So that's already happened. And then that eight weeks, you really want to make sure that you are fairly confident about what you're going to do planning to go into step two, into the fat loss phase. And that requires you having some education and being prepared um, and ready to really have a successful step two. Okay, so our metabolism's nice and healthy. We're educated on nutrition. We are ready to move on to step two, which is our fat loss phase. Now, most people just jump straight to this phase and they skip step one. And this really will not set you up for a successful step two. Now, the step two phase, ideally, we want to be dieting you on an amount of calories that are, you know, sustainable. Now, during a fat loss phase, it's very normal to feel hungry and to really want, in some instances, to eat more, right? Because your body's in a deficit and it is going to tell you, hey, give me more calories. I'm not getting enough to maintain my weight. So that kind of feedback from your body is super normal. And that is A-OK because we're not going to be staying in a fat loss phase forever, right? So ideally, you do not want to be in a fat loss phase any longer than 24 weeks. And I would say 24 weeks would be someone that has a substantial amount of fat to lose. Really, if you've only got like a few kilos to lose or like five to 10 pounds, 
really, I would not be going any longer than like 16 weeks. So ideally what we want is you eating, you know, a good amount of calories and losing some weight. Now, the other element of step two, which is really important, is your training. So how should you be training for fat loss? The most important element with your training when you are eating in a calorie deficit is that you want to be sending a really strong signal to your body to hold on to as much muscle mass as possible and to just lose body fat. Now, the way that you do that is through resistance training. More than ever, really, that should be your priority. A lot of people think that when they're going into a fat loss phase, they go, oh, I'm going to add in additional cardio. Now, cardio is a tool to use during fat loss. However, it should not be the foundation for fat loss. Neither should it be the first thing that you go to. It should be our last resort. So when you're finding it really, really difficult to lose fat and, you know, you've dieted down, now you've got like a kilo or two to lose and it's super stubborn, then you can implement, you know, little tactics and tools like cardio or um, like small amounts of cardio towards the end of resistance training session. However, really, you should just be relying on resistance training. Now, the reason that we want to be lifting weights during a fat loss phase is because when we're eating in a calorie deficit, there is the potential to lose muscle mass. Now, we don't want to lose muscle mass. What that's going to do is further downregulate our metabolism, which means now your maintenance calories are continuing to drop lower. Now, when you diet down and you weigh less, your metabolic rate is going to be lower anyway because you're you know, you weigh less, you're less of a human now, not less of a human, but you're a smaller human than what you were beforehand. And so we want to really just try to preserve as much muscle as we possibly can here. And also what that's going to do is mean that when we do lose that fat, you know, we're going to look toned and we're going to have shape to our body. So super important to make sure that you are focusing on lifting weights through the fat loss phase and only really add in cardio if you're towards the end of your fat loss phase and you're finding it really difficult to lose the last few kilos or few pounds. Okay, let's move on to step number three. This is very important, the diet after the diet. So you have lost the weight that you intended to lose. You're now wanting to come out of your deficit, wanting to be able to eat more, but maintain your weight and maintain the physique that you have just gotten. So how do we do that? And this is where most people go wrong. They eat in a calorie deficit. They lose the weight. That's really not hard. Let me break it to you. Every single one of you could lose weight super easy. You just eat less than what you're eating right now. But how do you maintain that? You know, how do you sustain that? Well, the process that we use, depending on how long you're in that fat loss phase for, would be to reverse diet you. And this method is really going to take anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks, I would say. And what we want to look at doing is really trying to increase your maintenance calories to a point where you're eating more, obviously, than where you left off in your deficit but you're able to maintain where you're at with your weight and minimize any kind of fat gain. This is super duper important. The other side to this is that depending on what your biofeedback's looking like. So if you went into a deficit and you lost your period or you're really struggling with sleep or you're feeling hungry all the time or you're freezing cold, then I would suggest jumping up your calories quite quickly. Now, there's a possibility of fat gain there, but it really all just depends on how long you've been dieting. If you weren't dieting for that long and it was quite an aggressive fat loss phase, and by aggressive, I mean you dropped your calories 
like substantially, but only for a short period of time, then it's generally okay to go sort of somewhere back up to maintenance, maybe just under your maintenance calories that you were previously on in step one. Because what that's going to do is help to improve your biofeedback and really get you back to a healthy place because your health should always be number one. However, I understand that for the majority of you, when you have gone into a fat loss phase, you are wanting to maintain those results and it can feel a bit scary going back to eating a lot more. So having a reverse diet is a is a really good idea and that just requires a strategic method in order to increase your calories at a rate, like I said, that minimizes any kind of fat gain. And we really want to focus there on making sure that you're eating adequate amounts of protein And with a reverse diet, I generally like my girls to focus on increasing their carbohydrate intake as long as they are hitting their fats. So I do find that when girls come to me and they are eating a low amount of calories or they've been eating in a calorie deficit, generally fats are really easy to cut out, right? And so when they are eating in that deficit, they're actually not eating enough fats. So What we would do first is we would make sure they're eating enough protein and also make sure they're eating enough fats. And then I would want them to increase their carbohydrate intake. And the reason for that is it's going to support them when it comes to muscle growth. So during their workouts, that's going to help them to also have um, more energy. So they're going to have more effective workouts as well. It's going to assist in that recovery process as well. So that is step three. So we have completed step one, your metabolic rate. And capacity is sitting nicely. You go into step two, you lose the body fat. You have then gone into step three. You reverse dieted yourself out of that deficit and you are now back up to your maintenance. So what do you do now? Well, step number four is all about focusing on building your body, building up your metabolism and preparing yourself for going back into step two. So step four and step one can kind of end up being combined, right? So once you've reverse dieted up to your maintenance, this is very important. You can't go straight into a fat loss phase. You need to spend some time eating either at maintenance calories. Maintenance calories is fine. You don't need to eat in a surplus. But if you're really serious about wanting to build some muscle and improving your physique, then eating in a slight surplus can be really helpful. And when I say slight surplus, you do not need to be eating a whole you know, meal a day. I'm talking about an extra like 200 calories, you know, potentially 300 calories, which is not going to result in a huge amount of weight gain. Really, I'm only looking at you wanting to gain like tops, I would say about five kilos. And if you think about it, if you can spend a bit of time with an additional five kilos, but it means that your body is going to look so much better down the track, then I think it's really worth it. However, you don't need to be eating in a surplus. You can just spend some time at maintenance. But what you really want to do is make sure that you are pushing your maintenance calories up as high as you possibly can so that in the future, when you go back into step two to lose body fat, you're now able to even eat more and lose fat. That is what we want. So really step four, you want to be spending at least 20 weeks. This takes time, guys. Circling back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast, results don't happen overnight. This all takes time. This cycle needs to be repeated time and time and time and time again. And each time you do it, really what should be happening is your physique should be improving and, you know, to a degree, your maintenance calories should increase. Now, there's obviously going to be a cap. You can't continuously increase your maintenance calories. But from coming from, say, for example, if you've always only eaten like 
1400 calories or 1500 calories, really by the end of a few of these cycles, you should easily be eating like over 2000 calories if this method is done correctly. The results don't come overnight. They take time and there is a method that you need to stick to in order to do it effectively. And, you know, that it's not come in a form of a 12 week challenge, an eight week challenge, some kind of diet pill or tea or excessive amounts of cardio. None of that is going to support you in this process. Focusing on your nutrition, making sure you're eating an adequate amount of calories and macronutrients for your goals, prioritizing resistance training and being okay with eating at maintenance for a long period of time. Those three things are going to be your best friend. Always wanting to be in a deficit does not work. You need to cycle it. You cannot stay in a deficit and continue to see results. And you're probably finding that now. I mean, if you're not eating much food and you're not seeing results, you've plateaued. That's because you haven't done this method right. And it's actually time for you to reverse diet out of the situation that you're in. Bring up your maintenance calories. Spend some time there. Spend some time building muscle. So then when you do go into a fat loss phase, it's actually going to be effective. You're going to get the results that you want and you're going to build the body that you're wanting to get. Your ideal body, your dream body. Okay, guys, I hope that was helpful. I'm sure it was. I know it can be very confusing and overwhelming trying to figure out how the heck you get to where you want to go when it comes to nutrition and training. But that's really the method. That is the secret to success. Okay, that is enough from me. Guys, if you want to hear more from me or you want to reach out, you've got any questions, head over to my Instagram. It's a really great place to catch me. I'm pretty active over there. I'm also on TikTok, so you can follow me on TikTok. I, To be completely honest, I actually have no idea what I'm doing on TikTok. I don't quite get it. Like, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get in with the trends, but I just don't have time to learn all the dances, but I want to learn the dances. Anyway, I'm trying. Okay, guys, I'm trying. But if you've got any tips please send them through. I would love to get better at TikTok. Um, Other than that, you can head to my website, www.girlfitmethod.com. You can find out about all of the services that we offer there. You can meet our incredible team and you can also reach out and apply for our coaching there as well. All right. I hope you all have an incredible rest of the day. Big love, Coach Tash.